Night with Sarah Hendy. Brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. Fast am I, it's lovely to have you along this evening. Now, due to this week's rather quick turnaround, most of today's programme is actually brought to you by the wonder that is Christy Dehaven. She'll be speaking to Bethany and Patrick of Dark Avenue Film about an incredible film they produced over the summer. Plus, we have new music from local bands Sunset Jet and Dusty Plankton. Now, this will be our last Spotlight for the next few weeks. We're going to have to take a little break over lockdown, but Spotlight isn't disappearing. I'll still be publishing the programme as a podcast every Wednesday. So go to our website now, just hit podcasts and find Spotlight and there'll be a little subscribe button at the top. If you hit that, you won't miss a single episode. And I'll try and keep you up to date with the creative goings on around the island, different people and their practices, etc. as we head through lockdown number three. As for this evening's programme, just a couple of weeks ago, Christy Dehaven caught up with Bethany and Patrick of Dark Avenue Film, who, despite lockdowns, have had an incredibly successful year. The pair formed Dark Avenue just a couple of years ago, but are already making a great name for themselves internationally. What we've got here on the Isle of Man are lots and lots of opportunities. There are lots of uh, brilliant sort of organizations like arts council and culture vannon that will help support you you know they've helped support us since you know before we had anything to show for it and they gave us the ability to kind of prove ourselves as filmmakers and and that's what the isle of man has to offer you know we speak to lots of people we know who are in england and and the big thing is how are we going to raise this you know there's there's such a huge population over there and so many people who have you know 20 30 years experience in filmmaking who are going for the money and they're the people that are going to get it whereas on the isle of man we do you do get a a chance to really do what you want to do and set yourself up and but it's interesting to say that because really you'd not long been together as a company when a pandemic struck so actually it's been an interesting time to actually forge a sort of path in this industry hasn't it how has it affected you the pandemic then bethany it was a challenge to start with when it all first started up. We thought, okay, we're not going to be able to make anything for quite a long time because film is one of those things where you really need um, multiple people to come together, usually in one room, to uh, to make a film. And obviously that was going to be quite challenging. Um, but for us, it really opened an opportunity to experiment and try something different um, and something that, inspired us to to really get going with that was um, the Arts Council's COVID-19 Resilience Fund, um, which, you know, it was such a, a big support to us. Culture Vannin put out pro- projects for creative artists during the lockdown as well to help keep everyone moving and keep everyone inspired. Um, and we put together a project um, for the Arts Council Fund, um, which was a remotely shot film called which ended up being called an endless summer which uh, we collaborated with an actor we know in england um called freya kingsley and we basically uh sort of created our own way of making films to to produce this thing we um we shot a test film version of it to start with uh, which was basically me and patrick at home shooting a version of this film um, with me in it instead of Freya Um, and then we sent all the equipment over to Freya with this test film and she basically shot it herself copying the shots that we'd done Um, and then we put it all together without ever being in the same room with her. 
That is extraordinary. I mean, it's so innovative. And has she ever done any filmmaking herself or has she just been sort of in front of the cameras? No, um, I mean, the the amazing thing about Freya is that Freya, we met Freya at university um, when she was studying archaeology. So it wasn't even like she was a drama student, um, but she wanted to get into acting and she acted in my uh, second year film project um, where she played a werewolf. And uh, uh, the first time we ever worked together, she had to uh, murder me dressed as a werewolf. So that, you know, and and somehow we're still friends with her after that. (laughs) And we've worked with her lots before and she's fantastic and she's a really hard worker. And um, we we love working with her and we hadn't had the opportunity for a long time. Um, And so this project came up and we thought, you know, Freya's story is is a really great one to look at and uh, we knew that she would do a great job and um, she'd never done any filmmaking before but she was really up for the challenge of it you know and and the benefit that we had was was lots of time and so we could perfect things as it were she became very adept at it really at filmmaking by the end of it so yeah no she's done a fantastic job with it So tell us a little bit about uh, the story behind Endless Summer then. What's it about? Freya herself, um, because it's a a docudrama, which, I mean, when we originally did it, we hadn't really been classifying it as that, and then we got to the end of it and we realised how much of Freya had come through in it, so it's now classified as a docudrama, but it's basically following a a young mother um, who's uh, not long had a child. How how old was Lila when we were making it? I think she was about 10 months. 10 months when we were making it. So she's had 10 months with her new baby and just as she's preparing to go back to work, everything shuts down. And so um, it then becomes she has this elongated period of time again and then things seem to start lifting again and then she has to think about going back to work after she's sort of had all this time with her child. So it's sort of the exploration of those feelings as well. And it's clearly struck a chord, hasn't it, Bethany? Because it's been extremely well received, this film. It's been doing pretty well for itself, yeah. Um, so it, we've been putting it into um, film festivals uh, globally and so far it's placed in, is it 13 now? Yeah, 13, 14, I think. 13, yeah, around that number of festivals um, and it's even won a few awards along with that as well. So um, it's placed in Best Covid Film in a few festivals and... Um, well, won Best Actress, yes. Freya won Best Actress yeah. and we won Best Editing as well. So mm-hmm. it's done really well for itself, I think. it's uh, People have responded very well to it. I think it's uh, been nice because it's obviously been something that's come around in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. I think that was that was a big thing once we finished it was when do we release it. Um, we sort of had this debate of do we wait until the lockdowns are sort of less fresh in people's minds so people can think about what their experiences were like and or do we release it now when we're still going through it so that it's sort of telling the current stories and so in the end we sort of went you know we've got to strike while the iron's hot with it and I think that's one of the reasons why it's really done well is because I think it's it's very relevant um but I think also that the themes and ideas in it are, are things that will always be relevant the idea for uh, parents you know going back to work after all that time off with your child and you know the the feeling of you know how can i leave them and do this i think that's something that's that's always been a an issue uh always been something that people have felt and and now it's just 
these extraordinary circumstances have sort of made it even more extreme, as it were. Mm. And I think as well, maybe uh, one of the reasons it's been very well received, as we were talking before about the fact that the innovation behind this has meant that you're actually standing out against other films that have been made in the pandemic, aren't you? Yeah, it's been... um the whole thing was a bit of an experiment when we started it. You know, we didn't know um, how the film was going to turn out, whether the, this method of making a film was actually going to work. Um, and so uh, part of the process of it, we've put together some behind the scenes films, which we'll be releasing um, in the near future, sort of documenting this process of, of how we created a film, um, which we very much wanted to make with a filmic look to it rather than there was some incredible projects that were made through zoom and things like that and it's been amazing to see the creativity that's come out of um the challenging situation that we all found ourselves in but um we wanted to make something that still had uh, you know a cinematic style to it so um we we used uh, we shot it on an iphone but we used some moment lenses as well which um sort of did some of the hard work so that freya didn't have to worry too much about the technical side of things as well but yeah no it's it's really found its place now and, and we're very proud of how the film itself actually turned out in the end. And which again is a great thing for the Isle of Man isn't it? Because it's another moment that is just sort of putting us on the map again for filmmaking. Absolutely. Yeah it's been really nice whenever um, it gets into festivals um, they sort of re- release the list and it will sort of say the title of the film and the director but then the country of origin and it's been fantastic seeing you know alongside films from America and India and all over Europe to see the Isle of Man there as well amongst these these you know these huge nations with you know these big film industries to see us alongside it it's been really makes you feel proud really doesn't yeah. it you know I'm sure it does. And obviously the festival festival circuit itself has had to adapt in the pandemic. Um, it bit, might be a bit frustrating for you not being able to actually go to the festivals, but you can still at least get out there, can't you? Because it, a lot of them are going online, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the... In some ways, it's a bit of a benefit that we can have access to these festivals. Some uh, There's a festival that we're going to be in, which is in uh, New York, which would be quite pricey to travel to if we were doing it any other time. But with it being online this year, um, it's it, it means that we can attend and be there, even if it's not literal and in person, we can still participate in it. Mm-hmm. And this is the socially relevant film festival, isn't it? Is, yes. that, is that one that sort of means something a bit more to you? It's got some great patrons, hasn't it, this festival? Yes, yeah. So um, uh, some of its patrons are Martin Sheen and Erin Brockovich, the lawyer rather than Julia Roberts. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that, that that's a fantastic one because um, the way that it sort of has been structured in terms of the festivals we've got in, um, the early ones we got into were sort of monthly film festivals. And those are, you know, when you're starting out with a film, they're great things to build sort of, I don't know, sort of a sense of... of how the film's going to go because you know they come out every month and so you're likely to get placed in them and you go okay this film has merit and then you build up a number of them and then the annual ones comes along and the annual ones are the sort of the scary ones you know are we going to make the leap from the monthly ones up to the annual ones and we thankfully have done that and uh, socially relevant is very um exciting because it's the first opportunity that people will have to see the film publicly because uh, it's his world premiere basically um and so people who want to see the film can now see it you know it's it's an opportunity for people to see and celebrate the film 
now, which is really exciting. So let us know when then people can actually see this. So the festival itself is the week of the 15th of March. Um, so the the film website is um, ratedsrfilms.org. And if you search on Film Freeway for socially relevant film festival, then you can also get to the tickets there. So at the moment, the single films are $5 or about £3.70 for a single film, or it's $30 for the all access. And that's about £22 odd. And I'd say it's really worth getting the all access because... It, we've seen all the trailers are up on the socially relevant um, YouTube channel as well for the films that are going to be shown and there's a really fantastic range there's short films and feature films there are some really important looking films like particularly some of the documentary trailers that I've seen um, they tackle you know really important subjects and just to see what's going out going on out there in the world um, even through times like this um, it it can be um you know, a, a really uh, exciting experience to to watch the whole array and um, we really recommend it. Are you going to put your glad rags on for watching it and pretend you're there, <laughs> roll out the red carpet at home? <laughs> uh, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, hopefully we will be able to do a Q&A for it as well. So that'd be quite exciting to, to get to talk about the film in front of other sort of like-minded people. Um, so tell us as well, because Lost Wife has done very well for you as well, hasn't it? Yeah, um, that that's sort of gone out fairly recently as well. We did a big uh, re-edit of it. Um, and so that's gone out. We've, um, so far, because that one's, that one's only just started like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. It's already won three awards. We heard back that we won two awards yesterday. We won Best Editing for uh, Festival in Prague. And then yesterday um, we heard back from... Um, Phoenix. Phoenix, yeah, Phoenix yeah. Uh, in Toronto. Um, and we won uh, Best Editing in Prague and we won uh, Best Actor for Jeremy Theobald in uh, in Phoenix and also Best Composer for Mira Royal. So that's that's done fantastically well and we, uh, we're we very excited that it's on its way and doing so well and we, we hope that it will, soon enough, there'll be an opportunity for people to see that as well. Excellent. We'll keep an eye on that. And and obviously, you know, you are young filmmakers. And so I, I'd be interested in getting some advice from you for other young filmmakers who might want to follow, follow in your footsteps. It, we know it's a hard slog. We know it's a hard graft and everything. Is it realistically then something that you can sort of make your life? Can it be just the one thing that you do? Does it work like that? Yes, I think I think that uh, it requires a lot of commitment. I think one of the things that we've found since we got set up here is that basically we've not stopped working the whole way through and and if it's what you really want to do that's not a problem to just keep working and we keep diversifying what we're doing you know if we're not making short fiction we're making short documentaries or we're writing scripts and things and so there's a lot of variety you can get in it and it's important to I would say the main thing is to keep making things because if you saw the stuff we made when we got started it was absolutely terrible <laughs> and and it doesn't mean anything we all start off absolutely terrible and the more you do the better you'll get the more you'll understand what works and what doesn't and keep watching films as well mm. keep watching this everything you know even if you only want to make horror films you should watch musicals and you should watch comedies and this and that because it's it you know see the things that work in in everything you know that's the important thing because if you keep watching films and you keep enjoying things that's going to 
keep the your goals in mind that you know one day I want to do something like this and I think uh, for us it's just been keeping those goals in mind um, and also doing things that are, are fun as well you know I think filmmaking is it, it's a slog sometimes everything's you know you're on set and it's very slow the whole process is so slow you know you wait for 15 minutes and you do one shot and the shot lasts 10 seconds and then it's another 15 minutes and it's about keeping it all in perspective but I think yes it's something that you can do as a as a career as long as you can really keep that energy up for mm-hmm. it uh, well it's been brilliant seeing how you guys have progressed in such a short space of time winning all these awards it's amazing uh, Bethany tell us where we can find out more about your work and see how you're getting on um, so the best chance for us are Facebook and Instagram we're always updating and um, sharing what's going on with our latest projects so on Facebook it's Dark Avenue Film and Instagram it's dark.avenue.film uh, please get in touch with us through those channels as well um, we're always you know, happy to meet up with people and chat about films whether it's you're looking to get into film yourself or you just want to find out what it's like or just geek out a little bit um do give us a message and we'd love to connect with others in the community excellent well keep us posted we wish you all the best Uh, i mean to be fair you don't need our wishes you're obviously winning everything (laughs) under the sun anyway but all the best with the socially relevant festival as well and we hope to see you on the other side of that q a thank you thank you spotlight brought to you by the isle of man arts council And now we have some smashing local music for you, which Christy premiered on Saturday's Live Lounge. Here we have Trash Show from Sunset Jet, followed by Wheels of Steel by Dusty Plankton. Enjoy.
end product with no sunscreen added. Coconut oil and cocoa butter. amazing how much great music is coming out of these difficult times. If you'd like to hear more from Sunset Jet or from Dusty Plankton, both bands have Facebook profiles which they keep very much up to date, so check them out. And so we're saying bye-bye for now, but we'll be back on air in a few weeks. And in the meantime, I'd be delighted to hear from you. Just email spotlight at manxradio.com and tell me what you're up to. If you're starting a new creative hobby, if you're working towards an exhibition, if you're finally getting to that project that has been on the back burner for a very long time, give me a shout. It'd be lovely to speak to you on the Spotlight podcast. Chris Kinley will be up in a few minutes with greatest hits tonight. But for now, take care out there. Slen you. Slen you.